Good evening, it is 5pm and you're listening to Today in YGK on CFRC 11.9 FM, brought to you by CFRC's local news collective, Christina Laurie, Mary McKetty, Dinah Jansen, Chancellor Miracle, Lauren Tucker, and Jesse Bell. I'm Christina Laurie and here are your local news headlines. To start us off, Kingston and the Island's MPP Ted Shu officially launched his campaign to become the next leader of the Ontario Liberal Party on Sunday. Shu, who also represented Kingston as a member of Parliament from 2011 to 2015, was joined by supporters at Portsmouth Olympic Harbour for the announcement. Shu told the crowd that he will give the Liberal Party a fresh start to earn back the trust of Ontario voters. Shu worked in science, finance, and sustainable energy, including tenures in finance and business management with Banque Nationale de Paris and Morgan Stanley before he began his political career. He has traveled Ontario for the last eight months, visiting Ontarians in 70 ridings. People told him they're being left behind by the current government. Doug Ford's Ontario cannot compete on the world stage. Why? He asked the crowd. We are struggling with cost of living, housing, health care, mental health and addictions, elder care, education disruption, labor shortages, debt, and climate change. Shu said a strong economy is needed to tackle the problems Ontario faces after five years of conservative leadership. But first, the Liberal Party needs to earn back Ontarians' trust. Shu believes that the party needs to connect and find common ground with voters in every corner of the province, whether they live in rural, urban, or remote ridings, especially during this era of increasing political polarization. An authentic connection with voters, that's how I believe we will give the Liberal Party a fresh start, a Liberal Party more people can trust again, said Shu. Ted Shu is one of seven Ontario Liberal Party MPPs sitting in the Ontario Legislative Assembly. In the 2022 Ontario election, Ted successfully won back his home riding of Kingston and the Islands from the New Democratic Party. He currently holds critic roles for the Liberal Caucus in the following areas, energy, mines, natural resources and forestry, and citizenship and multiculturalism. The Kingston Health Coalition will be releasing the results of the local Kingston area for-profit healthcare referendum results. Over the weekend, the Kingston Health Coalition ran a community-led referendum on healthcare privatization. The question posed on the ballot was, do you want our public hospital services to be privatized to for-profit hospitals and clinics? The Kingston Health Coalition believes the answer in the best interest of the public is no and anticipated this outcome from the vote. They will be releasing the results on Tuesday, May 30th at 10 a.m. at the corner of Princess and Concession slash Bath Road. There will be large signs on the street corners held by Health Coalition volunteers with the vote results and thanking the people of Kingston for voting, and a short public announcement and comments from Joan Jordan, co-chair of the Kingston Health Coalition. During the National Accessibility Week from May 28th to June 3rd, the City of Kingston is launching an educational campaign for community members and businesses about how service animals assist people with disabilities. Service animals such as guide dogs can be used to assist people with a range of disabilities. This includes people who are blind or partially sighted, people with seizure disorders, people with mobility restrictions, people with post-traumatic stress disorder, and people with other disabilities. Education is a critical part of making Kingston more accessible and inclusive, says Amy Birch, chair of the city's Municipal Accessibility Advisory Committee. Knowing what to do when you see a service animal allows it to do its job and keep its owner safe. We also want to empower businesses with the skills to provide accessible customer service to people who are supported by a service animal. These five tips are shared by the Canadian National Institute for the Blind for guide dogs but are a good practice to follow with any service animal. Harness means hands off. Petting can take the service animal's focus off its owner and increase the potential for injury. Keep in mind that not all service animals wear a vest or harness. Contain your excitement. Don't encourage excitable play with a service animal. Staying calm is part of their job. Say hello another time. Keep your pet away to avoid distracting the service animal and possible harm to the owner. Don't feed them. Offering food to the animal can result in disruptive behaviors like begging or scavenging. 
speak to the person, not the animal. If a service animal approaches you, politely let the owner know so they may correct the animal. For all other interactions, it's best to let the animal focus on their job. You're invited to follow along on the city's social media channels to learn more tips during National Accessibility Week. That's all for your headlines this week, and next up is our Arts Desk with Lauren Tucker. Thanks, Christina, and welcome back to the Arts Desk. Tonight, May 29th from 7 to 8 p.m., the Kingston Frontenac Public Library will be hosting an online talk from best-selling Canadian author Catherine Hernandez, author of the acclaimed novel Scarborough and more. Hernandez will read from her latest novel, The Story of Us, which was published earlier this year, and offer her own perspective as an exciting, thought-provoking, up-and-coming voice in Canadian literature. Register now for the Zoom event tonight at calendar.kfpl.ca. Kingston's local independent cinema, The Screening Room, is reaching out to moviegoers for support in their 2023 projector donation drive. One projector at the local cinema is currently failing, and while still in recovery from the pandemic blows they suffered, the drive aims to raise $60,000 in order to replace it. Luckily, the drive has raised over half of that, $38,000, as of May 24th. But if you want to help The Screening Room keep the momentum going, you can donate now through their website and get a perk pack. Tune in to the 24-hour Trash Cinema Telethon stream on June 10th and 11th, hosted by Dan Simpson of Eyebrow Cinema, or simply check out a movie or spread the word. Visit ScreeningRoomKingston.com for more information and current showtimes. Be sure to keep it locked today in YGK as well as the Kingston Curator this week for all of the latest information and features on the approaching Spring Reverb Music Festival. The festival will be hosting over 100 bands and speakers at downtown venues this weekend, June 1st to 4th, including acts like Dizzy, Electric Six, Effed Up, Gord Sinclair, Texas King, Ryland James, and tons more. Check out the full Spring Reverb lineup and get your tickets now at kppconcerts.com springreverb. The Festival of Live Digital Art will be hitting Kingston next week, running from June 7th to 10th. The focus of this year's festival is artists with disabilities and the importance of inclusivity, and features dance performances, film screenings, performance art, and a free family silent disco event on June 10th, 2023, with live ASL interpretation. Tickets for single events are pay what you wish, starting at $10 to $20, and full festival passes are $100. Tickets and passes, as well as a full events calendar and more information on accessibility and accommodations, are available at folda.ca. This weekend at the Baby Grand Theatre from June 1st to 4th, Civilized, a new work by Keir Cutler and performed by award-winning Metis actor John D. Huston, will be playing evening and matinee performances. The story follows that of William Blank, a fictional federal bureaucrat from 1907, resurrected into the present-day auditorium who seeks to defend the indefensible residential schools. This acclaimed new production is a play, quote, about the banality of evil and putting it right, and is, quote, a compelling look at how colonialist ideas of what it means to be civilized were responsible for the horrors inflicted on First Nations people. Tickets are available now through the Kingston Grand box office and at kingstongrand.ca slash events. 
Last but certainly not least, local poet and host of CFRC's Finding a Voice, Bruce Kaufman, will be hosting a book launch event for his latest collection, Still Arriving, June 4th at 6 p.m. at Novel Ideas Bookstore. This is his fifth poetry collection, and the launch event will include readings and an acoustic guitar performance from his good friend Erwin Strait, performing some favorite songs to set the mood. The Facebook event is available through Novel Idea Bookstore's Facebook page, so be sure to check it out for a lovely evening of poetry and music in the downtown. That's all for Arts Desk for today. Now I'll throw it over to Jesse Bell at the Sports Desk. Thanks, Lauren. This is Jesse Bell on the CFRC Sports Desk, and here is your sports report for Monday, May 29th, 2023. In the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, the Vegas Golden Knights and Dallas Stars will play in a Game 6. Vegas looked like they were going to sweep the series early, but since then, Dallas has stormed back and hopes to even things up at home. If Vegas wins, they will move on to play the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup Finals. If Dallas wins, we will see a deciding Game 7. The puck will drop for this game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the NBA, we will see a Game 7 between the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat. Miami held a commanding 3-0 series lead, but since then, Boston has stormed back to even up the series. The winner of this game will play the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals. Moving into local sports news, it was a rough weekend for the U16 Kingston Grenadiers as they dropped their second game of the season to the Scarborough Thunder by a score of 29-17. The U18 Grenadiers team won their game by a forfeit. Both the U16 and U18 teams will be playing this Saturday, June 3rd at Richardson Stadium. Definitely swing by and check it out. Also happening on Saturday, June 3rd is Chinlock Wrestling Student Showcase 2. Chinlock Wrestling is a Kingston-based professional wrestling organization that runs family-friendly, all-ages events in the Kingston community. Student Showcase 2 is a free entry show that will be held in Shannon Park on 199 Wilson Street here in the city of Kingston. The show is set to begin at 12 p.m. and end at 3 p.m. CFRC will be on site providing the sound for this event. That is it for your sports report for this Monday, May 29th, 2023. This is Jesse Bell signing off and throwing it over to my dear friend Chancellor for your community update. Thank you, good afternoon, and this is CFRC 101.9 FM's Community Update, your source for news and events happening around Kingston, Ontario. City Hall and Springer Market Square will be illuminated in red on May 31st to start off the Red Shirt Day of Action for Accessibility and Inclusion. As part of National Accessibility Week, running from May 28th to June 3rd, people across Canada are encouraged to wear red to create a visible display of solidarity. Red shirts are worn to show their support for disabled people and their families, celebrate the achievements of disabled Canadians, and to pledge their commitment to create fully accessible and inclusive societies. Check out the red lights that will be displayed at City Hall and Springer Market Square on May 31st. Another event from City Hall is happening this Thursday. On June 1st, there's an Administrative Policies Committee meeting at City Hall from 6 to 7 p.m. Residents may attend select committee meetings in person. Those attending are asked to consider the following. If you have any symptoms of illness, please stay home and participate virtually. 
Wear a well-fitting mask, such as a medical mask. Sanitize your hands before entering council chamber or memorial hall. Limited seating is available in the council chamber. Seating will be reserved for registered delegations with remaining seats available on a first-come, first-served basis. Meeting proceedings can also be viewed from City Hall in Memorial Hall via live stream. Residents can also participate in committee meetings in three other ways, by sending your comments via email to the committee clerk, participating in the Zoom meeting, participating by phone, by calling 613-546-4291, extension 1170, and leave a message with your name, phone number, and the agenda items you wish to speak to. Staff will respond to your voicemail within 24 hours to provide you with the call-in number for the meeting. Phone registration closes two hours before the start of the meeting. If you wish to follow along but do not feel the need to participate, all meetings will be live streamed on the Kingston City Council YouTube channel. That's all for now. Over to Christina Laurie with your campus news. Thank you, Chancellor. This is Christina Laurie coming in with your campus news. St. Lawrence College partners with Automotive Industries of Canada and Government of Ontario to address shortage of tradespeople. SLC is pleased to announce that it has partnered with the Automotive Industries Association of Canada and the Government of Ontario to continue delivering new auto care industry training to help address shortages in the industry's workforce. An announcement was made in London, Ontario, which expands upon the partnership to include Fanshawe College and Plug and Drive. The continuation of the training program is made possible through Round 3 of the Ontario Government's Skills Development Fund, which will build on the success of Round 2 and has expanded to include new partners, new training locations, and new curriculum. The goal of the project is to address two challenges facing Ontario's auto care industry, a shortage of automotive tradespeople and the need for automotive tradespeople to be upskilled so that they can serve as modern cars, including electric vehicles. SLC began the new automotive training in partnership with the AIA Canada last fall on its Cornwall campus, delivering innovation in automotive training. The next phase of the project will consist of the development and delivery of two training programs. We are thrilled by this announcement today, which reaffirms college's role in training and skills development for the jobs of tomorrow, said Glenn Volbrett, SLC president and CEO. SLC has a long-established reputation and history of being at the forefront and it's gratifying to be recognized by the government and provided with the funds to offer relevant, timely, and the in-demand training required for the automotive industry. For more information about the program, you can visit evtraining.ca. For Queen's Summer students, there are a few deadlines coming up in the first week of June. To start us off, on June 1st, we have four deadlines. First off is the last date to apply for the university for admission as a part-time student for the fall term. It is also the last date for Queen's students to apply for admission to a dual degree program for the fall term. June 1st is the last date for Queen's students to apply to transfer into the Faculty of Arts and Science for the fall term. Finally, June 1st is the last date to apply to the university for upper year full-time admission for fall term from another post-secondary institution. June 3rd is the last date to drop summer term classes in the May to June six-week session without faculty office permission. And finally, June 7th is the last date to apply for accommodation for an official examination conflict for the June, July, and August examination sessions. That's all for your most pressing upcoming deadlines, and that also wraps up campus news for this week. Next up, I'm passing it to Dino with weather and traffic.
Thank you so much. And now it's time for the CFRC weather report. Tonight we'll have clear skies and a low of 12 on Tuesday. Sunny skies with a high of 27 and a humidex of 29. Tuesday night clear with a low of 13. And on Wednesday, sunny skies with a high of 27 and clear skies at night with a low of 14. And now it's time for the City of Kingston traffic report. Motorists, cyclists, pedestrians can expect road closures at Albert Street from Princess to Mac, Dunkirk Avenue, Alfred to Fergus, Fergus Street 1st to 3rd, Gore Street, Ontario to King, Lower Brewers Swing Bridge, King Street, Plast Arms to the Tragically Hip Way, Kirkpatrick Street from Kingston to Newton, Sydenham Street from Queen to Princess, Union Street from Division to University, University Ave from Union to Earl, and Wright Crescent from the south intersection of Palace to 16 Palace. The School Streets Initiative is still in effect on McDonnell Street from Earl to Hill and Sydenham Street from Ordnance to Colburn, 8.40 a.m. to 9.10 a.m. and 3.20 p.m. to 3.50 p.m. weekdays until June 29th. And the Play Street Initiative is also in effect on Thomas Street from County to Patrick, 3.30 to 5.30 on Mondays until August 28th. The parking disruption at the Chan Memorial parking lot is still underway. Parking is available at the Hanson Memorial and Robert Bruce Memorial parking garages. Other road delays, Babcock Road, Kepler-Lee to Orser, Burbrook Road, Highway 38 to the end of Burbrook, Coverdale Drive, the T intersection at Coverdale to the end, Highway 15, Gore to Rose Abbey, Highway 33 east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, Jackson Mills Road, Lemoyne Point from front to the end of front, King Street from George to Lower University, Patterson Road, Battersea to Mount Chesney, Sand Hill from Boundary to 3058 Sand Hill, Taylor Kid Boulevard from Collins Bay to 100 meters west of Collins Creek Bridge and Woodburn Road, Highway 15 to Abrams. And the Rideau Trail from Queen Mary to Parkway is still closed for crews to replace that sanitary main, install shoring, and build a new gravel pathway. And now over to Mary with this week's events calendar. so much. I'm Mary McKetty and this is your events calendar for the week. This week's live music lineup is all about Spring Reverb, with live music performances happening across the city this Thursday, June 1st until Sunday, June 4th. Today, I'll be covering Spring Reverb's kickoff party and all opening night shows. This Thursday, Spring Reverb's kickoff party begins at 5.30 till 6.30pm at the Broom Factory, located at 305 Rideau Street. The kickoff is an all-ages mixer and networking event that is free to attend, but limited registration spaces are available, so head over to ticketscene.ca to save your spot now. After the kickoff party, Keaton, 92 Rare, Almond Milk, and Matt Almeida perform from 7 to 10 p.m. at the Broom Factory, located at 305 Rideau Street. While Keaton and 92 Rare play hip-hop beats, Almond Milk showcases their experimental style with various sounds and instruments, and Matt Almeida brings in their DJ and electronic style. This all-ages show is $12 to attend, with tickets available online at ticketscene.ca. Next on Thursday's Spring Reverb lineup, Oak Ridge Ave, Texas King, The Codas, and Nissan are live from 7 to 11 p.m. at the Ale House, located at 393 Princess Street. Oak Ridge Ave, The Codas, and Nissan are all local favorites, accompanied by Toronto-based Texas King, who are all set to offer an electric performance. The show is 19+, and tickets are available for $20 at ticketscene.ca. 
Your last Thursday Spring Reverb lineup comes from Lauren Carson, Mill Wrights, and Jukebox County, who hit the stage at 10pm at the Toucan, located at 76 Princess Street. Each artist brings you a mix of vibes, with Lauren Carson giving you nostalgia, Mill Wrights rockin' and rollin', and Jukebox County taking influence from artists like Neil Young to dialogue the human experience. Their show is free to attend, and doors open at 9pm, so check out kppconcerts.com for more information. That's all for live music lined up this week, but I've still got two other events lined up for your calendars. As part of Spring Reverb, David Burns, yep, the one from Talking Heads, True Story is screened from 6 to 7.30pm at The Screening Room, located at 218 Princess Street. This all-ages screening showcases Burns' musical comedy for $13.50, unless you have a Spring Reverb pass, in which case you're granted free admission. Doors open at 5.30pm and you can purchase tickets online at screeningroomkingston.com. Coming up on Saturday, Amanda Fox hosts two powwow workouts at the Kingston Frontenac Public Library Central, Central Branch, located at 130 Johnson Street. Fox is an Ojibwe powwow instructor who hosts powwow workouts to share her culture and promote physical health. This all-ages high-intensity workout has two sessions, one from 1 to 1.45pm and one from 3 to 3.45pm. This event is free to attend, but registration is required, so visit calendar.kfpl.ca to reserve your spot now. I'm Mary McKetty, and those are all the events we're highlighting for the week. This week, we invite our listeners to check out kppconcerts.com to find out about the panels that are going on fourth free during Spring Reverb. All the panels are all ages, so you can bring your family out and learn something regarding the music industry. Thank you for tuning in to CFRC's local news programming. Today in YGK is brought to you by the generous support of the Community Radio Fund of Canada, the Local Journalism Initiative, Queen's University Career Services, and Approved Contractors. Visit approvedcontractors.ca today for more information on your asphalt paving needs. To revisit episodes of Today in YGK and hear more from some of our guests, be sure to head to our podcast network at podcast.cfrc.ca. Be sure to stay tuned for more CFRC programming coming up next.